1: Hey, now, it's the D.L. Hughley Show. I hope you enjoy uh, spending time with family and friends. Remember, Merry Christmas on the 25th. On the 26th, you can see your other family the day after Christmas. It's so wonderful. (laughs) It's so wonderful. Daddy, I'll I'll be right back. I got to go get some batteries for the toys. (laughs) Run across town real quick. Yes, indeed. Run across the tracks. All right, it's the D.L. Hughley Show. We got some funny, funny stuff and some great music. You don't want to go anywhere. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. Now, welcome to the show. He's a philanthropist. He's an activist. He's a musical genius. Put your hands together for the one and only John Legend.
2: What's happening, D.L.?
1: I can't call it. I might sport Eight albums. Eight? Eight of them?
2: Is it eight of them, right? Yeah, if you, I mean, you could count more. Like I did one with the roots that doesn't count in that eight, but. <laughs> yeah. So I could yeah. say nine. Look, look at,
1: look at, I mean, he's, 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 he's not I even a, he's, not, he's dry snitching right there. I could say nine, <laughs> but you go ahead and keep your little eight, DL. <laughs> yes, props.
3: <laughs>
1: you know what's funny? Jasmine and I were having an argument yesterday. It was just yesterday. We knew you we were going to be on the show. I have never heard a bad John Legend song ever one time ever have you ever written a bad john legend song uh yeah i just don't put them out i try not to put them out <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it's interesting because you've been able to 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 have a viewpoint uh about civic matters and political matters that put you at odds with a lot of people right obviously Sure. And yet, sure. yet it hasn't affected. Like they still like. I don't like his politics. I don't like what he believes. I don't, I don't like this. But damn, he makes some good music. They, there's still a line of demarcation. <laughs> people give you that great. Like people, people hate what I say, so they hate what I what I believe. People might hate what you believe, but they still f- what you do. That's that's a rare thing.
2: Well, you know, I think there are some people that probably won't listen to my music the same way because they disagree with me. And there's some people that won't come to my concerts because of that. But I'm willing to make the sacrifice because I feel like I'm saying my truth and it's more liberating for me to be honest and and tell my truth rather than try to hide the way I feel. I care about these things and I talk about them because I care about them. Well, you know, You,
1: you earn the name. Like I think, I think you can't be. If your name is Nicole or Michelle, you're gonna be beautiful. That's just I think you. Can, it's a possible <laughs> not be a true And if your name is Legend, you better earn it, and you do. So I can't even be mad. So I I I wish you nothing but success. I hope you keep ra- writing great songs. I keep. I hope you keep staying true to yourself, and and socially as well as artistically. I, I wish nothing but the best because you you really are an artist who I look forward to hearing from and hearing. And I wish you. I do, I swear for your anniversary. Those those yeah, are all I, I, <laughs> <fair> wishes. <laughs> wishes. John Legend, God, Legend, God a Devil Album. <laughs> <Lover. laughs> you better, yeah, you better go you better go limber up, young man. You got a day planned for you. So get to it. All right. All right, John. Take care, man. Thank you for coming by. Appreciate it. So uh these stories are kind of dovetailing into each other and they tell a they tell a sordid tale. There's a young one, woman, uh, Brittany Watts, in Ohio. Uh, she, uh, unfortunately, had a miscarriage. Uh, 22 years old, the baby wasn't viable. It was miscarried. Um, um, even the pathologists is saying the baby was dead before it was ever born. She is being charged with abuse, of a course. Now, I, it, got, it has to be horrible to be in a state like Ohio and the restrictive law uh, abortion law they passed. Remember, they had that 11-year-old girl, a uh, 10-year-old girl that was raped and had to go to another state to get an abortion because the abortion laws in Ohio are so restrictive. Uh, uh, case in point, another young woman, Kate, uh, Kate Cox of Texas, uh, was told by her doctor that the fetus was not viable. In other words, it's not viable and uh, it could cost her her life or her future fertility. She had to go to court to win the ability to have an abortion, which should be a medical decision. They certainly they certainly should not need to be men in robes unless one of those men is her husband uh, making decisions like that. But they are. And then, of course, the criminal attorney general of, of, of Texas, he should be all be, uh, be in jail. And, and potentially, if Trump is reelected, that might potentially be the attorney general of the United States of America. So let's not pretend like that's not a reality. That woman, Kate Cox, had to leave the state so she wouldn't die or risk her fertility because that is how obtrusive these abortion laws are. And you best believe that if they get power, men like them will, will will permeate the atmosphere. They will be in all levels of government. And there's no doubt at all. They will try to make uh, uh, abortion illegal everywhere. So there will no be no blue states. There'll be no way where to go to have your medical attention given to you. There is no doubt they would do it. Am I mad about what's happening in Gaza? Yes. Am I so mad that I will let let uh, willingly let uh, uh, America turn into Gilead? No, because these are men who are showing you what they will do. These are these are men who often say uh, we want the government out of our business. We want the government so small it can't interfere with us. But you want it big enough to be in a woman's vagina. You want it large enough to be obtrusive to them. The one woman loses a baby uh, that that is not viable, and she's being charged with abuse. Of course, another woman is would be forced by the state to bear that baby, risking her future fertility and potentially her life. And that is the, that is not just control; that is cruelty. These are cruel, small minded men who are determined to control anything they can. The, the the people that yell freedom the most only want the freedom to have a gun and to tell black people how to wear their hair or women to do with their bodies or to tell people what they can read or learn. That's not freedom. I have no doubt that these men would permeate another administration. They would be all through it. They would be the kind of people that will tell you, and there's no doubt they would try to put in place and have some have uh, some has uh, have tried to put in legislation that if you leave a state to get an abortion, that could be a crime. Some people have proposed being able to kill doctors and pregnant women who seek abortion. This, This is not a fantasy. These are what things these things have been proposed by state legislatures all across the country. And if they are allowed to get in power, these things will become law. And they don't need your vote. The Supreme Court uh, knew that Roe v. Wade, that most people were not up for the the uh, bill, Roe v. Wade being overturned. And they did it anyway. Most people are for a woman's right to choose. But still, men like this will decide the future of this nation. And I refuse to let that happen. I'm upset about the children of Gaza. I am upset about what I see, the barbarity and the brutality going over there. Am I so upset that I'm going to say I don't care what happens here? That's not true. I do not want my granddaughters and my daughters having to go through stuff like that. I'm not going to be so short sighted that I look the other way. while people, men like that seat in the halls of power. I will not do it. Of oh, her body, her choice. I remember the very same people who didn't want to wear a mask and didn't want the government telling what to do. Now want women, the most invasive thing of all to tell a woman what she has to do. And I have no doubt that these are the kind of men that were seated in the halls of power and every it wouldn't be Texas. It wouldn't just be Texas. It would be everywhere. It wouldn't be Ohio. It would be everywhere. All these problems everywhere. Women scared to go to doctors. Women scared to uh, get health care. Women scared to have uh, conversations. Women scared to have contraceptives. That's not the place I want to live. I could be mad about Gaza, but not so mad that I'm willing to turn America into Gilead. There's a little note from the GED section. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. So sometimes people get really upset with me, that's obvious, and the things that I say, so we're going to give them an opportunity to vent with our segment called F.U.D.L. Hughley. Won't you please welcome our F.U.D.L. Hughley correspondent, little Nisi James.
4: Hello, this is Niecy James, your F.U.D.L. Hughley correspondent. Our first F.U.D.L. Hughley comment is from the D.L. Hughley Show website. Scholar18 says, DL, you are always quick to point out that everyone on the show is formally educated but you are a middle school dropout, yet you are the boss with your name on the marquee of the show. While this anomaly may be true, it's frustrating when I tell my kids they have to work hard in school in order to be successful, but then they say, no you don't, look at Mr. DL Hughley. It's obvious God blesses you with comedy and that's fine, but for you to promote to children that non-education is the key to success, it's just ignorant. Besides, you aren't the only dummy who became successful, but f*** you, D.A. Hugley. Our next ad you comment comes from Instagram. Locks22 says, D.L., I heard you talk about the barber who specializes in man weaves. You said that was whack and shows a lack of confidence in a man. Have you ever thought that maybe some men just want to look better? If you can accept a woman with weave, a padded bra, a waist trainer, booty pop, and fake eyelashes, you can truly accept a man who enhances his hairline. You, dear Hughley. Today's last F.U. Dear Hughley comment is from Facebook. Apollo 72 says, D.L., I heard you say that when you were a teenager, you had sex in your parents' bed. I'm not sure what shocked me more. The fact that someone as ugly as you were in your teenage years was able to get a go to sleep with you or that your promiscuous mother, with her many male suitors, got off her back and out of the bed long enough for you to get in. F you Well, that's it for this week. This has been DC James, FBD correspondent. And until next week, bye.
1: All right, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you're enjoying yourself. Remember, some of those songs are not uh, politically correct anymore. You know, no more Santa Baby. Can't do that. That's all yeah, about sexual yeah, song. Can. Yes, no, you can. Yes, you can. you can't do it. Baby can't do it no more.
5: Outside. Baby. You just whisper
0: yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah,
1: come on. When I hear Santa Baby, I don't know if I'm uh, listening uh, listening to a Christmas song or an, or <laughs> segments from Bill Cosby's trial. It's crazy. <laughs> now you got to be careful. Jasmine, hit a button. Hit a button. Do
0: something. Boom! Boom! Boom!
7: Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits,
0: long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you.
1: Now it's time to give a Deserving Someone the Shoe Booty of the Week Award. And now, it's time for the Shoe Booty
6: of the Week Award. Guess who's back, 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 back again, again? John Moran is an all-star professional basketball player for the Memphis Grizzlies of the NBA. He played college basketball for the Murray State Racers, where he was a consensus first-team All-American as a sophomore in 2019. Wow. Morant became the first player in NCAA history to average 20-plus points and 10-plus assists per game for a single season. so, why is Ja Morant this week's recipient of the Shoe Booty of the Week? Answer the question. Ja is back with his sequel Shoe Booty because he thinks he's cool mo d. He thinks Memphis is the wild, wild West. Ja Moron has already been suspended from the league for eight games for waving a gun in a nightclub in the past. He did the big public apology, and all was forgiven. But obviously, that apology was as fake as Khloe Kardashian's butt. You're a big, fat phony! Because Instagram Live on Saturday shows Miranda in a car with friends, and as the camera pans to him, he appears to be holding a gun like he's Nino Brown. That's stupid! It. Use your common sense. After the video made the rounds, the Grizzlies suspended him again. Ja has LeBron talent, but he keeps making Dennis Rodman moves. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no! Now the Grizzlies will probably start the season without one of the best players in the league. At some point, the team has to look at its organization and ask why they aren't providing some kind of help for a talented immature 23 year old basketball player these people are crazed lunatics at what point do they realize that suspending him for a handful of games is not getting the message through to their franchise player realistically what's 10 games in an 82 game season just a timeout.
8: You're killing me, Smalls.
6: At this point, they are enabling him. Suspend him without pay for a whole season and see if he gets the message. But they'll never do that, because it's all about the bag. If John ja Moron keeps going unchecked in this manner, he's going from the basketball court to criminal court. That's why the Shoe Booty of the Week Award goes to Ja Morant.
1: Now here's a
6: swift kick in the ass.
1: Hey, Dig it. If you know somebody who's not up on the D.L. Hughley Show, call them right now and tell them they should be listening. And let's say, let's uh, call it 10 minutes. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. It's not only the holiday season, but it's flu season. I'm going to help you get through it. Jasmine, give us five good reasons to get a flu shot by uh, Melania Junty for Men's Journal.
0: Uh, number five would be um, because uh, you might hold a baby. The baby. Yeah, if you hold the baby, the baby, baby, give what you the got. Baby, you gotta be careful. Baby. Number four of the top five good reasons to get a flu shot: uh, it might spare you a heart attack. Ooh. Wow. Yeah, they say adults who've gotten a flu shot were thirty-six percent less likely to suffer a heart, a heart attack or stroke mm. within the next year.
2: They said, "A flu virus that uh, affects your heart, doesn't it? Doesn't it attack you?" Yeah,
0: yeah. Especially now, you have to be careful because it's RSV as well and flu. Uh, Number three of the top five reasons to get a flu shot: um, it can't give you the flu. Yes, that's a common thing that people say is that it will give you the flu, but some people might feel a little bad after. But you know, number two of the top five reasons to get uh, a flu shot. Uh, you can use your smartphone constantly. Oh well, because you use your smartphone yeah. constantly. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And the number one of the top five good reasons uh, to get a flu shot is because you can spread the flu even if you don't get sick. Like
1: the gospel, baby. Yeah. Like the gospel.
7: <laughs> Looking for engaging discussions and thought-provoking content. Look no further. Listen to the D.L. Hughley Show podcast on urban1podcast.com and wherever podcasts are found.
1: All right, before you wrap up your Christmas shopping Jabs, give us five Christmas gifts that usually start a fight by Julia Austin for Madame Moir.
0: All right, uh, number five, a self-help book. Yeah that will start a fight (laughs) Eh, a little bit might start an argument not quite a fight number four of the top five Christmas gifts that will usually start a fight house cleaners how is that going to start a fight (laughs) I'd be
1: happy if Shoot. somebody
5: wrapped up some pine song, this is about? fabuloso
1: for you, baby. Yeah. Your, your house is nasty. Oh, well, better take Marlene and Glenda's presents back. I'm sorry.
5: <laughs> Number
0: three of the top five Christmas gifts that will usually start a fight: a pregnancy test. Yes. Oh, <laughs> yes. And Wait, I, one, I, uh, the results or the actual box. Either, 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 one either. Yeah, Merry Christmas.
1: Either. Christmas. <laughs> either. <laughs>
0: Merry Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Number two of the top five Christmas gifts that will usually start a fight. Oh, an online dating membership. How?
1: Yeah, I don't. Not if That's you, not bad. I don't well, kept a secret. I don't know how that started. I don't either. Swipe right. Well, if, if it's the online dating, ship, th- dating membership, then the pregnancy test that could
7: be crazy. That
1: yeah, might yeah. be a little bit yeah.
5: chronology.
0: And the number one of the top five Christmas gifts that will definitely start a fight if you give somebody a scale
1: or a treadmill.
0: Man, Ooh, let me tell you something. Scale,
7: yeah, <laughs> don't yeah, do yeah. it. Yes, uh huh. Ho, ho, ho. May your holidays be merry and bright. Sending you good vibes, love, and lots of laughter. Happy holidays from our D.L. Hughley Show family to yours.
6: McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the program, a gentleman who's a friend of the show, and I'm proud to have him back on. Put your hands together for Master P. How you doing, young man?
2: Oh, man, I'm good, bro. How you been?
1: Now, see, I, I see you on your bike and running every day, so now you, <laughs> in addition to making music and movies, now this dude's going to be an ultimate fighter. What the hell?
8: <laughs>
1: I saw the. This- putting out fires in the neighborhood three years ago. I'm like, what the hell? The the, the,
8: the
2: pandemic done it, dog. You know what I'm saying? The pandemic. (laughs)
1: See, see they ain't catching your ass fat and slow, huh? It ain't gonna happen, huh?
2: (laughs) Nah, bro. Uh Uh-uh.
1: You know what's interesting about you? Um, Wherever, where where sometimes a lot of people see defeat or a wall, you see an opportunity. There are rare people that kind of go, wow, this is an opportunity for me to do this or since they uh, haven't come to me with this. It's not so... What is it about you? What would you attribute just being able to see opportunity when so many people just see a closed door?
2: Well, you know what? I mean, I don't feel that so many things, and I feel forward. I keep getting back up, but I always, you know, I look at the tree. I never look at the mustard seed, and I think a lot of people, they get caught up by the past. And I keep telling people, you know, I don't care if you go back to slavery or to whatever they want to think about, I keep saying to myself, I can't change the past, but I can change the future. And I look at, you know, we march, we get in the streets, we do all this stuff. But at the end of the day, it's about economic empowerment. So we never get no change because we don't realize all this stuff is based on economics. And Mm -hmm. that's where the real change come in. And so that's what just keep motivating me. Okay. Now, what would you call yourself?
1: Are you a rapper? Are you a director? Are you an actor? Are you an ultimate fighter? I mean, I don't know what the
2: hell you are. What are you're a shoemaker. What the hell are you? What are, what are you? What are you? I'm, I'm an entrepreneur and a philanthropist. That's what I am.
1: What? Okay. So so this uh, pandemic, you, you alluded to that early, has presented a lot of opportunities um, um, yes. to do things differently. Um what kind kind of uh, things has it done, or formulated in your mind that you might want to change, or endav- new endeavor you might want to get into? What is uh, what is it kind, of, what imagination has it sparked society?
2: Well, for me, I start looking at even in the, the food industry, in the grocery grocery store industry. I saying nobody looks like us on any product in these stores. And why is that? Because we don't think we could do it. Distribution is the hardest part of the game to get in. But with the pandemic and the protesting and people start realizing they value and they work, you're not seeing African American people at the forefront of the table at these business deals. And I say, the pandemic made me say we need to change that. We need to make essential goods. We need to make stuff that's going to be around when we're not around. Even I looked at the Auntie Mama and the Uncle Ben thing. I said that right there. Showed me something that been around for 130 years. They've been making billions of dollars off us. We spent trillions of dollars, but nobody looked like us own any product in these stores. And I said, okay, that's when the Uncle Pete products and, and the wrap snacks, the noodles, all these different things. I came and said, no, I need to get this into the system and now I need to make more product. I'm not just going to have one. I want to have a grocery store full of products. And, and, I, and I looked at that and said, now I don't want it just to be me. I want it to be thousands of people that look like, but to be able to get their products, I want to help them. So I created a show called Master P Reviews, where I review our small business minority-owned brands for free and put it on my social media and, and, and take and show it to the world to see how great that we are. But we just need that exposure. And so now it's not me in the seat at the table. It's thousands of us. So I feel like now you can't stop us because it's not just me. And yeah, that's, that's the legacy that I want
1: it's interesting well if I eat, eat Master P products I ain't gonna run up and down the street like you be doing I, I can't do that right like I'm not I'm just you're
2: gonna you run have, run on, you're gonna have series. <laughs> you ain't
1: gonna go got one that make you take a nap you ain't got nothing like that make you lay down <laughs> you know what I've always loved about always one thing that no one can ever say you work hard and you, you're accessible I think I've never seen you yeah. not want to talk to somebody that wanted to learn. He's a he's a filmmaker, he's a music maker, he is a banker, he is a grocery store owner, he's a shoe designer, <laughs> and he's fighting in the octagon on in on November 15th. Yes. Watch. Get your ticket <laughs> Opponent to be named. <laughs> <There> he <is. laughs> hey Pete, thanks for spending some time with us. We appreciate it. Good luck to you, boy. Appreciate it. It's
2: all good, bro. I'm reloading for the DL
7: Hughley show. Loaded. Okay. Tune in for the best moments that'll have you doubled over with laughter on the DL Hughley Show.
1: Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. I hope you're enjoying uh, your time off. I know I am. Jasmine Sanders, uh, you're right, live right now in the Dominican Republic, probably doing yes, something. Yes, laying on the beach. Illegal. Laying on the beach. Continue to enjoy your holiday. Be safe. We need you. We need you safe. Don't text and drive. Don't argue and drive. Don't drink and drive. Look, Uber. Uber. Just do that. It's the Uber DL Hughley everywhere. Show a couple adopts a four year old they have three natural born children they send their children off to college some they even pay to grad school when the doctor kid comes to go they say they're not doing it That's a shame. you think they were wrong That's what, what I need you to do is help them move into their dorm remember? You go back. To, look good thing plus one is that you got your own room it's great <laughs> if Tevin Campbell makes a couple, you know I. I read, Tevin Campbell's I back we, on tour again but go ahead yeah man yeah. I told you Remember, he came out of his gate, so Can't We Talk is a whole different thing now. Hey, so is Brown Eyed Girl. You gotta be careful with these titles now. <laughs> that is gonna wrap up the Hughley Hustle Home. We miss Aaliyah Mix. She was a dynamic artist at a very young age, so it would have been very interesting to see the kind of artist she'd evolved to. Think, I'm think i thinking Beyonce kind of level. That kind of Rihanna Beyonce kind of level.
5: I yeah, think she'd have been, that
1: attention. Yeah. Yeah. One thing, she definitely would have been a witness for the prosecution. That would have <laughs> We were talking about Aaliyah passing, and you know what's tragic about somebody young with a whole life ahead of them? Just from artistically to wonder what they could have been. Like Amy Winehouse young, uh, Jimi Hendrix young, you know what I mean? Yeah. He's like a Pac and B. Very young. When you think that a Amy Winehouse and Aaliyah are gone, the Soldier Boy is healthy as hell, it's just. Uh, it's just <laughs> Welcome to the program, a woman I'm so excited to talk about. I'm hearing she's having her second coming, which is rare. I don't even know how you do. I don't even know you have two of them. Put your hands together for the one and only Erica Badu. How are you, Miss Lady? Yeah. How are you? How are you? I'm exquisite. For sure, for sure. I, I'm looking at, at Vogue, and it's very rare that that uh, we get the grace to cover. But this is your second. What do they mean second coming
8: of Erica Badu? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but I'm going to go with that. But, too. You know, if that means mean more keys to more mini bars and all of that, <laughs> and here, more, I come, here I come. More,
1: more residuals, <laughs> all of it, all of the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting because you have been around a good little bit and you've had a lot of incarnations, like a lot of. Uh, iterations of yourself and but still remain like you still are like artistically true.
8: Is, is that tough to do as an artist? Um, I don't know. Uh, it's not hard for me. <laughs> it, you know, it's just uh, the way I, they made me. You know, I am very ambitious and creative and I remain green. Yeah, there's so many things I don't know. I really feel like my best work is still in me. So I'm always pushing to do something different or something new or something else
1: or, you know. i tell you what, I got to see you everywhere. We, I don't know, Jazz in the Garden. I think I was hosting it. And it was, I hadn't seen you in years. <laughs> like, I I remember I hadn't seen you in a good little bit. And I remember... Like, from the time I saw you first to this time, the la- time I saw you last, you had the same kind of, like, striding, I'm out here, I'm excited, and you were excited to see the audience, you were vibing with them. And that really, that's that's organic. And that, that, that's a testament to you doing what you love.
8: It's new every time. Every single time. It's a new set of people. It's a new um, opportunity. It's a new, it's always new, you know? It's <laughs> so, another...
1: So chance. you got you got your edibles coming. Are they out now? are your edibles out right now?
8: Uh my edibles, my flower, the trees all drop uh this year. Of course. And, um, Not. Of, <laughs> course, of and course. My it is. my cannabinoid line and my interest is women's studies. My my flower is for everybody. It it should be illegal. It's it's just so potent. You said the uh,
1: flower is for everybody, but the uh, but the uh, but w- w- the other ones. What were you saying was just for women?
8: The research that I'm doing is specifically for the woman's body, because I use um, the plant medicine in my work. I use it as a doula, I use it as a a pranic healer, I use it as you know an artist. So I'm interested in those things and the parts of that plant and cannabinoids that. Um, We use to deal with certain issues as women, depression, anxiety, um, hormones, um, any kind of womb care and central nervous system, energetic care is what I'm interested in. That's my interest. What is the name of the brand? The name of my brand is Apple Trees. And I did a collab (laughs) with cookies and we came up with a, a strain of weed called Bat Badu. Okay.
1: okay, nice. <laughs> uh, I love you. I can't wait to see what you do next, and I'm definitely going to try your flower. Good. I love you. <laughs> I love you right back. Erica Badu. Thank you, baby girl. Thank you. All right, baby. Peace. Now it's time for what you know. Now, Sybil is one of our sponsors, she right? She you know? I'll say her name nice. Okay. Did a check clear? She brings <laughs> it. I don't Luke, like to baby. be nice to people. Yeah, I oh no, Okay. All right. Well, one of our favorite sponsors... <laughs> <laughs> Now it's time for what you need to know with Sybil Wilkes.
3: It's Sybil Wilkes with what you need to know. Former politician and attorney Rudy Giuliani was ordered to pay almost $150 million in the punishment phase of a defamation case brought by two former Georgia election workers, Ruby Freeman and Wondria Shea Moss. The jury awarded Freeman nearly $16.2 million and Moss nearly $17 million in defamation damages, $20 million each for the intentional infliction of emotional distress and a combined 75 million dollars in punitive damages. The hustle and bustle of the holidays can bring unexpected medical concerns including a syndrome known as holiday heart. Holiday heart syndrome typically refers to atrial fibrillation induced by binge alcohol consumption. The three top days for heart attacks are Christmas Day, December 26 and New Year's Day. And the most common symptom that patients present palpitations. I'm Sybil Wilkes. Be informed. Be empowered.
1: All right, ladies and gentlemen, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. I hope you enjoy the mixes and your family. Well, I want you to enjoy your family a lot, but the mixes too. You can enjoy the mixes and your family and some of the funny segments. All together, it's a gumbo of love. Merry Christmas. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. Put your hands together for you, Keisha Lance Bottom. How are you?
8: I am good.
1: Do you think that the Democrats have a chance at holding the Congress?
3: I do. And just going back to the Supreme Court, you look at the preview that Clarence Thomas gave us. I mean, he essentially has teed up taking a look at same-sex marriages, taking a look at birth control. Even sodomy. Now, that
1: was crazy to me. Sodomy. How does the way I celebrate my anniversary have anything to do with the Supreme Court? (laughs) I don't
3: understand. Well...
1: Nigeria becomes the first country to legally ban white models and actors from ad campaigns in an effort to develop local talent and boost the economy. Is this a racist policy? If Africans and Indians had done that in the first place, we don't have Thanksgiving or slavery. <laughs> if they'd just said, you stay out of here. Uh, <laughs> you wouldn't gave up Long Island for beef. Thanks for that and perspective. we wouldn't you know, have Juneteenth. I think <laughs> this is just thinking 300 years too late. But other than that, Tom Joyner, how are you, sir? I'm good. Of course, man. No, the next time I'm in Miami, I want you to take me around. I want Puerto Rican food. Mm. I don't know about the food, but I got it. <laughs> In the words of
6: Mick Jagger, I know some Puerto Rican girls that are dying to meet you. I'm <laughs> so we'll get a case of wine and mess and fool around like we used to. <laughs>
1: Remember, OJ said uh, if he just slapped Chris Rock like that, uh, he'd be in jail. And I was like, he got away with killing two people. So we're
2: not, let's
1: keep this among the people who haven't slain people. You dig what I'm saying? Correct. All right, this next uh, gentleman is very, he's a funny, he's a comedian, he's an actor, and now he's a filmmaker. <laughs> put, <laughs> do it, do it. Put your hands for Guy Tory. the other Tory.
3: <laughs>
1: what up, man? How you doing, man? I can't complain, brother, man. Mentor. <laughs> I, I, I guess you, you can't complain. You're a filmmaker now. Hey man, you know what? You're right, man. Because there's some people coming for me now, D. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. and they deserve to get you too, guys. Damn. I, I I, oh. I <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, so Fat Tuesday is out. I remember when you were making it. Uh, and tell me about the genesis of these uh, the documentary document uh documentary Fat Tuesday. It was about, you know,
5: somebody coming to L.A. and wanting to put comics on, man. You know, you know very well the story of the Comedy Act Theater, man, where, you know, it started, man, where, you know, just... It, it was the Mecca. It was the place where everybody came to scout talent, man. And then when Robin went away, you know, and, but then more more importantly, when the riots happened, industry could come in south of Wilshire to the hood to see black comics. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to take the hood to Hollywood and create this right. night to showcase, uh, you know, comedians. Because I already had, you know, representation. But I was like, man, it's, it's a lot of us that can eat up in Hollywood. So that was the whole thing about the whole night behind Fat Tuesday's was inclusion and showcasing so, us. Everybody, everybody came to it yeah man everybody came to fat tuesdays man not just comedians you know jay Chappelle would drop in chris rock would drop in chris tucker you know you name it cat williams young kevin hart my brother joe tory cedric the entertainer man the alex thomas's and, and those guys but also like bob Saget would drop through. yeah and and and, and yeah that, that was a, that was the strange probably the strangest one that uh, that turned out to be great, man, because I met Bob Sag- Saget up at a comedy festival, and he heard about Fat Tuesdays, and he was like, "Man, I want to, I
1: want to do the night." And this is before, you know, we knew Bob Saget, you know, <laughs> that Bob Saget. Right. Didn't though we now. thought it was the one from Full House, and it ain't. Bob Saget yeah. was. Yeah. I you think. know, I was like, "Oh, okay." You know, the rumors. Twins
3: you know, know he talk like this. Right. <laughs> yeah,
5: exactly. So when he walked out on stage, man, you know, you talk to a dog and they look at you sideways. Right. That's how the audience looked at Bob when he walked out there,
1: man.
5: <laughs> but then, as soon as he opened his mouth and got his, into his routine, man, the and audience it was dope. exploded. Oh yeah, you—you
1: you hit the ground running. It was really rare. Like you hit the ground running. I remember when you came to LA and you just hit the ground running you were getting uh, gigs booked you were booking films you were on the road I remember I, your first couple of years in comedy we were playing gigs outside the country together I'm like what are you doing?
5: I, I would so, love to get that man you, you would always be there to give me advice even when I was not even asking for it because you knew what was in my head without me saying anything Right. When you said I hit the ground running, I was just trying to get as far away from Joe as possible. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I was like, I gotta make some money. I'm tired of being because I was Joe's Butler, man. Joe, yeah. Joe treated me like like Vincent man. From yeah, the sitcom he back in the day, man. <laughs> yes, I had to make cheese sandwiches and run errands and drop them off at the airport. I'm like, man, I'm making, I make. I want to make some money, man, so I can move the hell out and get away from
1: Joe. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are they gonna learn in Fat Tuesday?
5: Man, they're going to learn that relationship, you know, between Joe and I, man. We talk about that. We go deep into that, man. we going to go deeper in the book, but that's a whole other story. Uh, and we're going to learn just the, the essence of comics, man, and just our origin stories. A lot of people think we're just court jesters and clowns and punchlines, man, but we are we are healers. We are people. We are teachers. We, Man, we are storytellers. We're artists, man, and that's what I want them to see in this. That a lot of people who've seen it, man, have learned a lot and didn't know the history of, of the era the history of Robin Harris the history of just the comedy act theater because I had to tell that story before I could even think about telling the Fat Tuesday story because right. you all laid the groundwork for Fat Tuesday
1: I'm I'm very excited to see it
5: uh, I know y'all order from Amazon Prime all the time so I know y'all got Prime video
3: yeah, make yeah, sure you catch sure.
5: it with, with a family have a watch party and let us know how you feel about it people let us know tweet at us or Instagram post about it, and let us know what you think
1: Matt Tuesday, Guy Torrey, filmmaker extraordinaire, and little brother Joe Torrey. That's it. All. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Guy, man. Be well, man. Take hey, care. I love you, man. Love all y'all. Love you right man. right back. Jay, take man. care. Yeah, all right, care, guy. Take care. All right, peace.
7: Time to get reloaded. It's the D.L. Hughley Show.
1: Now it's time to take a peek into Jasmine's oh, diary. We have your really? diary, woman. Either you read it or we will. All right.
0: Dear Be careful when you are invited to someone else's office holiday party. (laughs) Let me tell you what happened to me. I go to my good girlfriend's office party. First of all, she has a fabulous job, so I knew the party was going to be amazing. And it was. Dreams were flowing. The DJ was good. Everybody got swag bags. I'm talking about top tier. And then... I find myself standing under some mistletoe. Do you know how I know? Because someone tried to kiss me. Sure did, honey. And let me tell you something. I didn't know him. I didn't even know the people. I just knew my girlfriend. Now, I'm pissed off because I'm like, first of all, what are you doing? What is going Where is HR? What kind of policy do you guys have that this kind of thing goes on? And as I am mid-sentence, Complaining. Someone tries to do it again, but this time he cute. <laughs> I don't say a word, but I'm just passing my phone number. <laughs> I'm not going to be a Grinch all the time. <laughs> Happy holidays and be careful with these office
7: parties. D.L. Hughley <laughs> and his hilarious co-host Jasmine Sanders your pants are always high my pants are not high they're,
1: they're shorter but they're, my, I don't wear them be quiet you don't know what
7: you're skip Cheetah ain't nothing wrong with that boy just get him a tourniquet Hands of to the King Junior F.U.D.L.U. DJ Luchi um, yeah. and Special K hey
1: periods don't stop nothing but a sentence yeah there you go see there it goes my he's slow he don't know I look like a crime scene
7: uh, in here yeah. follow us on Facebook Twitter and Instagram to be part of the fun <laughs>